Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsburst. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and back from a one-day hiatus. No golf show to distract him today. Did enjoy the golf show, though. How was it, Andy? Did you guys have 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 fun? Yeah, it was fun. Um, we've been we'd worked out a you know a, a partnership deal with Jeff Feinberg. Supposed to have him on earlier, but he was laid up with a knee injury. He actually uh, ended up having uh, a little bit of an injury that kept him out for a couple weeks. So he is off the IR. He is on the team every Tuesday, going to do that betting show with Noonan and a cavalcade of other people popping in with those two. I was uh, nominated to step in on the first one. A lot of fun. Normally it won't be an hour and 20 minutes like that, but we went through the whole bracket. This is such a unique week with, I don't even know. I'd love to talk to somebody and we have connections at the PGA. I should see if somebody will actually answer the question. Like, do they do this at this time of the year to build off the steam of everyone's filling out brackets already? So they do a bracket because the PGA actually on their official website runs a bracket league to fill out like, yeah, like they, they manage that. Uh, We put together a Betsperts golf group. Got a few hundred people in there, so hopefully somebody does well on that. My bracket is uh, – nobody's played yet, really, so my bracket's not busted. <laughs> That's the best part. Your bracket can't be busted on day one because it's just a point. You can be behind by a point, lose your first match, and still advance. So it is fun that we have golf on a Wednesday. We got Sweet 16 tomorrow. We got Miami Open continuing for the men and women. NBA's down to, like, the last – eight nine games we're really getting close to the playoffs the nhl tread deadlines over uh matt is really excited about my wild like i he i is. feel he like i pumped. may go to a hockey a playoff hockey game that has to be good in the atmosphere i think you, uh, know, you go back to back you might even have one of the situations do, i mean i guess did they play hockey in the in the basketball stadium is that the same place no they're actually once the, the target centers in minneapolis and then the excel centers in st paul they're not terribly close. It's not like hours apart. Do they ever do like a double where like you could hit one? Like they'll do like the hockey day game, basketball at night or vice versa. That that's interesting. I looked into that once. We've with, done that in uh, Philly a couple times. It's quite, a, it's quite fantastic. I had schedules pulled up once where I was going to do a Minnesota, uh, what St. Paul Saints game, which is the AAA affiliate. And then a Minnesota United soccer match in the same day because they're terribly close together. And the new baseball stadium for the AAA team is pretty cool. It sits like down below when you go across it on the highway. So you can like look down on the field as you drive past it. It's, it's a really neat little stadium, but I'm going to have to look into that. If I don't know if anyone's ever done a playoff hockey game and a playoff NBA game in the same day, that would be. I'd probably get in Guinness for that sort of thing. Although, yeah, there are a lot. He's Rick Daddy must he must know Philly. He says all the stadiums are in the same parking lot. Yeah, they are. It's they play hockey and basketball at the same place, but they've done a hockey and basketball game at the same day. They've been able to like flip it over somehow. I think if they start with hockey and go to basketball, they can keep the ice in overnight. I'm not entirely sure how it worked, but there was a short period of time where both those teams were quite good. So they had double headers before, but I've done a baseball game and a soccer game. I've done a soccer game and a basketball game, but I've never done a hockey and a basketball game. But yes, all the stadiums are all three of them are right next to each other. They got a really great bar and they put a casino right there, Andy. It's uh, like Shangri-La. 
it reminds me of Detroit. There's some really good bars next to the stadium section. And Patrick brings up a point where I was headed right away. He went to a Chiefs preseason game and then a Royals night game one time in college. He says apparently he'd been doing some drinking that day too. But that was something I never knew when I went to a Royals game. I pulled up to Kauffman Stadium I'm like, oh, there's Arrowhead. <laughs> like they just, it's out in the middle of nowhere, kind of out outside of town and just a 70,000 acre parking lot flat no ramps and both stadiums are just there you gotta walk forever if you don't get good parking i, I think we walked two miles through a parking lot to get to kaufman but a rod a rod hit three home runs that day and the royals were get a golf cart year. and charge people oh, for rods that's yeah that's the ticket they were doing that at the breeders cup like i for sure took a golf cart to my car at one point I'm like yeah this i'm not walking that far this place is huge but I digress. Yeah, tailgating heaven. I'm excited for this. It's uh, and yeah, it's going to be warm out eventually here. It's very nice out. Like once the Timberwolves are actually in the playoffs, like we might have some fun outdoor stuff going on around Target Center. I'm excited for both the playoffs, uh, NHL and NBA playoffs to start. But first, we'll take a peek at college basketball. And I will apologize. I didn't bet anything today. There's like three games. They're all undercard tournament games. Nothing really popping off the screen. So I, I'm going to take a quick peek at tomorrow's. I'm going to probably have some bets on Thursday and Friday. There are some games that I already have circled, just waiting on a few things. But yeah, there's four games today. My Wilmington, you know, my Wilmington, whatever Seahawks are playing. It's a pretty good number against Middle Tennessee. I can't back them again. I was pretty close on Fresno, Youngstown. Youngstown and Fresno, there's a massive gap in between these two teams, and it is a 13-point spread. I think that's a bit too much, but I was not quite there. So tomorrow, we will have Sweet 16 action, and it'll start. I don't know if these are in order. It is. You know what, Dan? Put these in order, it appears, Michigan. Yep. Arkansas, they're all night games, so we're done with the middle-of-the-day stuff now that we're cut down, but... Arkansas and the Zags, nine and a half point spread on there. I'm actually looking at that under a little as much as that worries me. But I think Gonzaga, there might be a little bit of truth to they haven't played anybody and they're still very good and they can beat a team, but they're not going to just put 90 up on a defense like Arkansas. And then Michigan Nova, uh, my stuff already is saying bet Michigan again. We'll see if I do that. Uh, Texas Tech Duke is the one I'm most excited about. I'd love to see that defense just just harass the Dukies. That is such a good defense. <laughs> and then Houston, Arizona. This is a look at this spread. This is a one five and basically a one and a half points from you know almost to pick them here. That's the other good one. I'm almost pissed they didn't split those two up. Those are the two games I'm most excited to watch. So it'll be a multi television product tomorrow when I'm watching basketball in the evening. And it is you know u.s based day golf so all the golf will be done by that point it'll be a really really nice thursday and the hammocks up you know so everything everything is just kind of season everything's coming up andy right now wow that's a that's a big announcement hammock season that's i know do you do you give a shit about the basketball college basketball anymore or is it, are you just the one, are you the one weekend wonder? I know I, it's fine. Like I'm not judging. Well, my bracket is at this point, my bracket is complete nonsense for the first time in a long time. It's been destroyed. I've got some Texas tech love. I will watch these games. I'm a little pissed that Houston, Arizona, it's going to be so late. I will want to stay up for that. I don't know if I will stay up for that, but yeah, Houston, Arizona will be great. Texas tech 
again, hopefully we'll end Mike Krzyzewski's career finally. It's just been too much of him. So I will watch that and for sure cheer for Texas Tech, even though, again, I do have a bet on Texas Tech. I think I had them for third seed furthest to advance, which I believe that is already won, and then them to win the region. So that's my chance to win a little bit of money still. Whoa, 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 whoa. rewind that. It was the furthest advancing third seed is what you're saying? Yeah. Where did you find? Where was that at? Um, Ace had that. Ace, Action, Ace? Falcon. Yeah. Wow. So and some offshores to... had stuff like that, but it was a little hard to find. But yeah, for this three seed advancing, I think I split a stake on Tennessee and Texas Tech at like plus 250 each or something. I like that. I haven't played any of those. That's something to write down for next year for sure. So, yeah, like I said, no action today. Hopefully some tomorrow. I will put it in on the app, on the Metsports app. You'll get a notification if you have that signed up. My username on there, if you didn't know, is Andy with an A. That is all it is. Four letters. Pretty easy to find. And if you don't know how to download an app, I guess DM me and I'll teach you. But it is on the, what's it, the, the iTunes store? What do you call it on Apple? I have an Android. The downloads the, app. Or whatever, yeah, the right? download thing. You hit yeah. the button and you type, I don't know. Yeah, your, your apps, the App Store. The Google App Store. I still use the, like I, an I iPhone 5, so don't, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I have whatever phone, every time I get a new phone, I just say, give me the newest version of the phone I'm holding. And then eventually somewhere down the line, I switched from something else to pixels. I said, oh, you should get a pixel now. I said, okay. So I have whatever the newest pixel is. Um, NBA tonight, though, we've got some really good games. Dan finally explained his joke to me. I didn't understand because I didn't understand how bad one of these games was. There is one really really horrible matchup amongst the sea of very good games is tonight. And it looks like you uh, zeroed in on it even. Uh, it's a, a handful of games. Like you said, there is one kind of stinker out there and we'll take advantage of it. Um, it's been tough. Be careful with injury reports. A lot of questionable stuff out there, but one bet where you're going to get a better line than me, one bet where I got a better line than you, and one bet I think is just about where it stayed. And we'll start with the one that is moving the other way here. The Brooklyn Nets, I bet minus three this morning, was happy to take the Nets. They are visiting the Memphis Grizzlies. John Morant has already been announced out. It's in Memphis, so that means we'll get Kyrie Irving. Um, Kevin Durant, as far as I know, is going to be playing. I just, But Memphis has been great. They've been very good at home. I guess I can kind of understand why they're taking some money um you know Seth Curry looks like he's going to be a game time decision that'll be kind of big for them it's just again Memphis has been so solid and the Nets are just been kind of up and down here I, I just think this is a tremendous spot I don't think there's anything Memphis can do to stop this Brooklyn team from scoring and without John Morant I don't know if Memphis has the firepower necessarily to stick with them here so if they continue to take money I'll wait and see if there's some sort of injury news popping up that I'm unaware of and but otherwise I might play honestly some more Nets here and Maybe look at a team total over or something, but really like this spot here for Brooklyn. The Detroit Pistons playing producer Dan's Atlanta Hawks. Terrible rest spot for the Hawks here. Back to back for them. Um, this ooh, this actually it dropped down. This was down to Pistons like three and a half and popped back up. It's now Pistons plus five and a half. So it looks like you'll get an extra half point there. Again, terrible travel spot here for the Hawks. The Pistons continue to play well. Looks like they'll have Jeremy Grant back here tonight. So 
give me the Pistons. I mean, they continue to cover. I think people are a little bit let down by their recent loss in a game where they were favored, which, you know, again, shame on us for assuming the Pistons could really beat the, anyone as a big favorite, but the Trailblazers got the best of them. So I think, again, we're getting, still getting a little bit of value because the market just hasn't adjusted, given I think people's upsetness about, you know, it's a tough spot. It's tough being an underdog all year and then being a big favorite. Hornets team total over 116 and a half. A nice spot here for the Hornets. Thought about maybe laying the points with them tonight, but it just looked like a much better spot here to play a team total. Um, the New York Knicks visit. Looks like Julius Randle will be out. Um, just a really bad spot here for the Knicks. I mean, it's just a big spread. It was pretty close to where I had it, but also like the over quite a bit. So, you know, kind of put the two together and I have a Hornets team total. I was looking, I'm closer to like 119. So anything 117 or lower looks pretty good to me. So Nets minus three or better. Pistons plus five or better. Hornets team total over 117 or lower. Hornets. I haven't been on the Hornets all year, I don't think. You don't bet the Hornets much. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't like them. That's, yeah, they up the and down. They really miss Gordon Hayward. It's just it's and Lamelo Ball. I go back and forth on. He's very very talented. I'm not sure he's a very great NBA player, but we'll see. Oh look at you, Luke List. We already got match play going. I'm excited about match play. We've got a Luke List. All right, like let's get through 100. this so we can watch it. I've got a Luke List 150 <laughs> to one outright. I think. And it, let's go. It's one of those where it's pre. It was pre draw. It's it's like like tennis where you do that you can bet pre draw, and but the thing about it is it's similar to like a you know let's say a, a major slam, whatever draw where they're gonna spread the top seeds out so no matter what your long shot is gonna be near a top player. It's even worse with this they take the top sixteen and make sure they're all in one so I knew he'd have a bad draw no matter what but I think the odds on all my long shots actually got like longer after the draw anyway so maybe the last year i do that tomorrow is an actual stroke play golf tournament and if you are confused at all about anything match play and this was another case where i just didn't want to answer questions so i wrote an article on betspurtsgolf.com free article really simple explanation about how match play works the terminology the fit you know how they explain winners the different ways to win and then all the rules they're using here at this match play tournament for advancement and everything else. So don't bother me. Go read the article. It's on <laughs> betsportsgolf.com. Most of you who bet golf understand match play, but we don't use it much. It's President's Cup, Ryder Cup, just parts of those. And then this one tournament, you know, during March every year that maybe gets lost a little because March Madness is going on. But yeah, Prunta Canna is just stroke play. What you would see as normal golf, normal golf scoring. Middle play. Yeah, just just go play. Everybody who didn't go to the match play because they weren't invited or isn't taking the week off to prep for, you know, Valero or the Masters at this point, which is 15 days away, headed down to the Dominican Republic where they have a lovely course that Dan and I will preview this afternoon while I try to shoot about a 61 on it because I'm knocking the winds down. I'm going to play it on Nintendo. It is Corrales Punta Cana, beautiful name, and I don't have the time energy effort or ability to walk you through each one of these and tell you why i'm getting it most of these had a list this big in a while (laughs) no i i had more than i took off like i a few of them where i wanted to bet twice so or you know double bet a guy because there's different sets of lines between bet online and bookmaker and 
Um, so if, yes, for the podcast crowd, I will read all these out. These are just my round one head to heads. I haven't even done full tournament yet. I probably won't do any outrights in this one because it is high variance. It's going to be mostly just matchups each day plus full tournament. So Hayden Buckley to take down the inamorable Jonathan Bird, minus 125. Aaron Rye. Not a thousand percent sure I'm saying that guy's name right. Ray Rye? Does, definitely doesn't have a J. Somebody said it with a J once. That was funny. Aaron R over Hank Lebiota. Hank, I will talk about this. Hank has struggled lately. So, I mean, he was a guy Not I backed so a lot last year. I hate that. I hate having to turn on a guy, but you do what, the, you, do what you like as far as how, how the markets are trading a person. And Hank is probably getting too much respect, even at a minus 135 on the other side. Kevin Chappell, John Huh? Minus 111, Chapel to win. Chad Ramey over Thompson, minus 109. Kramer Hickok over Peter Uline, minus 109. And Joel Dahman, bucket hat, coming back, playing Sahith Sigala, minus 118. This is the one with the least amount of confidence because of what uh, Sahith did at the you know, a couple weeks ago. He played very well. But still looking at his long-term form, I don't know if it's super repeatable to be, you know, a, an elite-level golfer at this point in his career. Uh, maybe tread lightly if you're scared of betting against someone who you just saw play very well on a Sunday at a big tournament down in a shitty field like this. But jo- Dahman's a fine golfer as well. So those are my six to start with. And we'll head just due north of the island of Hispaniola. I believe that. Is that where... Is that the island? That's Dominican Republic. Very good. Yeah, there we go. We'll head to beautiful Miami, not Key Biscayne. We're up again near the stadium, but still a really nice tournament to talk some tennis. And with that, I think we should talk about. I want your opinion on Ash Barty. Sleeping. Yeah, there was some shit that went down, and I think I've come to peace with it. I I said this off the air. Ash Barty retired. She's 25 years old. She's made like $20 million. She's won major tournaments. I'm fine. Three out of four. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with her retiring. Like, go enjoy your mid-20s with a lot of money. I think that's where I'm at. I I wanted to hear your opinion before we get to picks on tennis. Absolutely. It's, you know, you wonder if anyone knows the history of kind of the Williams sisters and the way their father kind of kept them away from competitive tennis at younger ages to make sure that they didn't really get burnt out. And took a lot of crap for that. Um, at the time, there was a lot of people pushing him to let them play. And you have to wonder if that's kind of made a difference. There is you know, kind of a storied history here now of women coming in, having some success, and then burning out. Naomi Osaka is still playing tournaments, but has been very open about the mental pressures and the mental stress and really how tough it is for her now. Bianca Andreescu, no one's mentioned her i mean she's gone i don't know where she is she's somewhere in canada or on an island somewhere um haven't heard from her in forever after she was you know arguably the best hardcore tennis player you go back and look Lindsay davenport retired i think even before she got to be 20 or something like that so it's really tough it's a grind i mean every week you're traveling to a new place i mean a lot of times you're traveling to a new continent every single week and unless you're really good i mean it's just it's a grind and there's not a ton of money in it you know depending on again how well you do how good of a sponsorship deal you have so you know at 25 she's won majors on every surface she has um wimbledon she has a french open she just won the australian open is missing a u.s open but 
you know, she's 25 and she's done this before. This is the second time she retired. She got burnt out a little bit in her early 20s, went and played cricket for a little while um, and might go back to doing that. Apparently, she is just an absolutely nuts on golfer. So maybe she'll try to become a professional golfer. I don't know what the heck she's going to do. She could do whatever she wants. She's had a tremendous career. And you know, we see the graphic up there consecutive weeks at number one. I'm curious with the ranking system. If this just continues, I mean, it just is she just still the number one player because she's not playing, so she holds on to stuff. I may or may not have bet Barty to be the that's number one player very, in the world before the season started. That's very interesting. I wonder if somebody doesn't supplant her. I mean, I think I think she's her her ranking points. So if anyone doesn't understand ranking points in tennis, like you win ranking points by advancing or winning a tournament, and those points sit there until you play that tournament again the next year. If you won a thousand points in a tournament and then just skipped it the next year, you lose a thousand points right off the bat. You have to defend those points. You have to do at least that well or better to keep those points. So like, I think like, however she did in Miami, however she did in the tournaments following this, those points are there, I think, until she doesn't play it and they fall off. So that's interesting. She might just be the number one tennis player in the world during retirement for a while. Huh. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, it's yeah, we'll see. I'll have to look it up and, and see how all that stuff goes, but it's pretty interesting. Oh, for sure. Oh, speaking of the players who didn't retire, and uh, you're betting on an outright here. Didn't we, <laughs> don't we have a Clara Towson outright? Are we double dipping? We do our Towson outright. I'm, I'm, I try not to be too afraid to go back to the well here, but that'll be our first bet that starts shortly here after the show starts. Clara Towson, minus four games. It looks like four and a half is starting to pop up. Don't minus four at minus 115 or better. Um, you know, Sorry if you missed the boat there. We'll see. Maybe you can get that live as the match starts, but really is in a nice spot here for her. Should, should absolutely put one on um, her opponent today. It's just... Ugh. She's much better. These courts are quick. And I continue to be surprised that we don't see more minus fives, minus sixes on her from time to time. It uh, just continues to be kind of underpriced. Um, also, for Ben Marino here, qualifier comes through plus 155. A nice spot for her as well here. I have her much closer here, would have this match closer to plus 115. Um, and apologies, can't remember who her opponent is. I lost my list here. Um, try to pull that up quickly but um sigmund buskova over 21 games um you know just a, a match here buskova has just been a dead nuts over player sigmund hasn't been qu honestly quite as good i'm a little worried that maybe you know honestly she might just get beat up by buskova here but expecting a long set here if sigmund plays anything close to kind of what her average level's been this should be you know honestly 22 23 games even in two sets ua yuan plus 155 against lauren davis here um, you know, avoid Lauren Davis fade in the first round thanks to a spectacular Canadian mush that got through to this spot. Like you on quite a bit, just a, a young player that I'm going to continue to back. I have this match, you know, quite a pick on it's hard to judge you on. She generally plays a lower level of competition, and Davis has been really spotty. She has a high level that can pop from time to time, but you know, anything plus 140 or better looks good there. And then Heather Watson, this one is actually tomorrow, so. Um, got plenty of time to back this one. She plays Alina's fit, Alina, um, aka Alina Momfies, who just looks all out of sorts, um, continues to struggle, and I'm going to continue to go against her. Watson starting to play some nice tennis, generally does well in hotter conditions, which we have here. So plus 300 and plus five games. Again, the first four bets are today, and then Watson will be tomorrow. 
Heather Watson. And I like the over. Sigmund, I'll probably play that. You know what? I'll probably play them all. Just have some tennis action day. I didn't. It's funny. Like, <laughs> if you think about, hey, Andy likes to bet matchups in golf. That's my thing. I don't traditionally do well with outrights. I do some, you know, positional stuff. I do okay. But my bread and butter for years has been matchups. So you say, oh, you have match play. You should have a lot of matchup bets, right? No. There's only 64 guys, and they aren't offering matchups on people that aren't playing each other. They're only offering the matchups that are existing. So there's only 32 bets available for today. And, uh, you know, usually on a, on a tournament like this, you have full tournament stuff, like big big offerings of, you know, hundreds of matchups you can bet over the course of the tournament. There's actually not that many offerings. I only have two golf bets today. So I'm definitely going to tickle some tennis and track that as my afternoon goes by. And yes, Patrick, yeah, probably hours. Who, who, who would your real quick before we go, who would be your guess for the, the woman to take over the number one, most likely at this point without looking, without even looking at ranking points. Probably Aga Swiatek. She's basically the best player on tour at this point. Um, Arena Sabalenka looks lost, and until she kind of finds her way, Swiatek is the best player on tour. Multi surfaces, just one Indian Wells. She should be the nuts on favorite to win the French Open. Kudos to anybody that was awake last night and scooped up some Swiatek futures. But I think she's probably the next number one. You're probably right, but I'm going. I'm going to go Krejcikova. Krejcikova. Anyway, just to be contrarian, and she's one. I like that. She's you one. Know, I love bars. She's not. She's like top five, right? She's there. I don't. I don't she know. She might how be I, number two or number three right now. Yeah. She's been. She was the one seed in Indian Wells before she withdrew. Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know like the spacing between all this. And again, it's it's a convoluted system to, based on how you did like a year ago. So. A lot of things can happen in one week, and I usually don't keep – I don't put a lot of merit into those or the official world golf rankings or the AP rankings for basketball or football. It's dumb. Go look at the sports books. That's a better indicator of how good a team is compared to another team. Um, and uh, – oh, cool. We have some Twitch bots. They want us to become famous. Dan's blocking them right now. We oh, do We do love our Twitch family. There's a couple people over in the Twitch today that were in the in the comments. We appreciate you guys. Appreciate everybody. Yeah, everyone in the YouTube chat too. And if you are in the YouTube chat, two things. Hit the thumbs up. And also, go take a peek over at the link in the description for our partner, Profit Exchange, launching very soon, as I mentioned, in New Jersey. You can get on a mailing list where they – I don't think they'll mail you anything until – they actually launch and they can give you some sort of offer. So if you are in Jersey, really, really encourage you to go support us, support our sponsors by just giving them a quick click and getting on their newsletter list for that. And with that, for me and Alex, we'll be back Thursday.